Double Team Podcast back again, Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root. So much going on since the last time we spoke to you. We've got uh, multiple games in each series to kind of talk about. We've got all NBA, some coaching news. Mike Budenholzer is out. Nick Wiggins, yeah. where do you want to start? I forgot that that news even dropped. I that know. must have dropped Me right too. after our show. Yeah, it did it, on it Thursday did. night. I mean, right after. So let's go ahead and just start with that then. Yep. Mike Budenholzer won the championship two years ago. He's out of there. Um, Mike Budenholzer, he's known to be the type of coach that doesn't make an adjustment. See, I don't know if you remember, but the, the year that they won the championship, he was about to get fired because they didn't think he could make an adjustment. And then people thought, oh, maybe the championship saved him. It obviously didn't. They totally could have won that Miami series if they made some adjustments. They had the talent. Even though Giannis missed three of those games, they took they could have pulled it off, and they didn't. Um, I think it makes sense. Um, I think he did what he needed to do, and I think maybe you reach your cap. I mean, but it is they had the best record in the NBA. Um, but I mean, you know, you got to win in the playoffs. I mean, do you agree with the move? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this was something that. Not a surprise. A lot of those fans wanted him gone and then losing to, I mean, look, we're seeing it now. Miami's looked really good at moments. I mean, okay, they're a real scrappy team. They're not bad. I know they were the eighth seed, but you still can't lose to them if you're Milwaukee having the best record. So Mike Budenholzer had a lot of people that thought he should be gone before all of this even. So yeah, I'm, I'm no surprise. You've got to, you've got a window here. If you're Milwaukee, you've got to be capitalizing on it. Um, you, you really hope Giannis will remain there long-term, but you just don't know. So while you've got this window, you can't have some guy bringing you down. So I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm interested to see where they go think, from here though. Do you think that the window's closing quick though? It could. I mean, it really could. Brooke I Lopez, mean, he's no spring chicken. You know, Chris know. Middleton, he's barely playing. Holiday, he pretty much got exposed a lot in this series. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if they want to keep Giannis long-term, I mean, the help for him is really necessary. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez is great. Um, but Middleton being linked to other teams now, we'll see if, he, if he's even a buck next year. I don't know about that. Uh, well, and, so. and don't forget about, you know, that hot trade target that every team that was contending wanted. Jay hey. Crowder, <laughs> that we gave up four second-round picks for, that got all the DNPs. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't know what Milwaukee's doing. I don't know where they're at. But I do feel like I know exactly the guy they need to hire. Who's that? Can Can you guess? Mm, no. If if you're the Milwaukee uh, GM, who who's your first guy that you would interview as head coach? I think it's a no-brainer. I want to hear what you say, though. Well, I mean, already being reported that uh, they've got permission to interview Kenny Atkinson. Um, so I, I don't think that's what you're going to say. And Whatever it is on your mind is not coming to my mind immediately, so go ahead. Nick Nurse. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yes, All right. I mean, That's the only option. The only person that they can hire is Nick Nurse. That's the only guy. I agree with that. I mean, if they want, know. if they're trying to keep the core they have and make that work, you got to bring Nick Nurse in. I, I mean, Nick, Nick I Nurse, think. as far as any team needing a coach, Nick Nurse ought to be at the top of their list, whoever it is, and especially a team ready to win right now. Yeah, you better be trying to talk to Nick Nurse. I mean, Kenny Atkinson, if that went down, is is the choice. Okay, I don't think a lot of people are going to be upset at that. I think uh, Kenny Atkinson's a decent 
candidate for that job, a decent coach. Um, but yeah, Nick Nurse got to be at the top of these uh, lists for anyone that needs a coach. So you're right. I, I, yes, I did forget. Got to be him. Look, before we go to all NBA, another little weird coaching news story. Speaking of Nick Nurse, who got fired from Toronto, they just interviewed J.J. Reddick for their first round of their head coaching search. I think that that's borderline insane. Um, I mean, what's he going to do after the game? Hop on his podcast with, like, Pascal Siakam and be like, yo, what the hell happened tonight? Like, Well, I mean, as look. As great of a basketball mind as he is, it's like, I just don't think at this where he's at right now and with all his podcasts and his ESPN performances, like, I just don't see that. Well, is he getting this opportunity if he hadn't been on TV this much, hadn't been doing all these podcasts and and his podcast and all that? I don't know. I'm I'm a huge fan of J.J. Redick on TV. He's seemingly always right to me, whatever he's talking about. Um, His perspective when he's talking to Stephen A. Smith or whatever, I always side with J.J. and where he's coming from. He lays everything out, his opinions in a way that, are you got to listen to him um i think a lot of people respect him how different is it than uh, chauncey billups you know i mean a lot of people had front office visions for chauncey billups too just based on the mind that he is and how smart a lot of people think he is now he's a coach in portland and how's that going we don't know um so you just don't know about bringing in a guy like a, a steve nash who's never done it before based on just their their basketball mind and you might respect their opinions on things um, I think a lot of people respect J.J. Redick, but with every player, I don't know about that. Um, you know, look, is it going to kill anybody that they're just having some time to talk to him, just an interview? I don't think so. Uh, is he going to be the next coach of the Raptors? No. No, he's not. I think it was it was a, it was a waste of uh, air mileage. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. But that's, that's probably all I've got to really say about that. And who the Raptors need is their head coach. Nick Nurse. Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Just flip-flop him, man. I mean, Budenholzer's been handed an opportunity that he fumbled. I mean, you know, him getting he fired. I think so, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of – there's been Mike a lot Budenholzer's of moments where – the winningest head coaches that's in the NBA coaching right now. What he did in Atlanta with Al Horford and all them, then he goes to Milwaukee and immediately becomes the best team in the league every year. Wherever he goes, will have success. Yeah, I mean, it seems that way. He's had a lot of talent to coach, so I mean that helps. Yeah. All well, right. Well, let's let's get off the coaching. More news dropped yesterday with the All NBA teams, and man, I am. I'm upset, but I'm not surprised. How are you feeling about this list? Um, nothing really jumped at me, and and I probably haven't looked at all of them that closely. I mean, yes, I have, but can I tell you every name on every All NBA down to the third team? I probably can't at the moment, but uh, from what I've seen, I can nah. tell you. Well, good. I'm glad you're bringing that information. I'm I'm watching games, man. I'm glad you can bring this information. And they to bring the that up in the halftime in the pregame. I know, and I I hear it and all that, but nothing has really stuck out to me. Um, all right, LeBron. well let me let me let me maybe uh, shed some light on things that stick out to me, and I'll see all what right. you think about them. Make it quick. Your All NBA first team. 
Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and then two players that did not make the playoffs, one that did not even make the play-in, Luka and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That's your all-NBA first team. Yeah. It's, are we okay with that? I mean, look, Shea had a great, great season. I don't want to take anything away from him. Um, Luka, Luka shouldn't be first team. I mean, based off that, what that means is that Luka will be all NBA first team every year of his career. <laughs> I mean, yeah. because Based on his usage and how the offense runs through him, he will always put up basically 30-10-10. And, 10. and if he's going to be... All-NBA first team as an 11th seed, even when he had Kyrie to play with that second half of the year. It's just it's just always going to happen. What about, and look, I know I'm always bringing up my guy. Trey Young didn't make an All-NBA team again. 30-10, and 10, it ain't enough. Last year, he did 30-10 and 10 without an All-Star teammate. He didn't have an All-Star teammate this year either. But last year, he didn't have DeJounte Murray. And they're like, ah, oh, he, he made the play-in and then went to the playoffs. They're like, nah, man, you, it, not enough success. Now, all of a sudden, you got Shea Gilgis and Luka on the All-NBA first team. Make it make sense to me, Root. <laughs> I don't think I can. I mean, Luka, I think I think we're always forced into just – I think they try to shove his superstardom down your throat too often. Um, I think that happens with Luka. You know, he's great, obviously great. But coming off this season, man, you can't have him be first team. I'm sorry. That's just – such a disappointment his team was. I mean, almost a joke at some points, but yeah, he's still great. Okay. But um, I still think that his superstar is forced down our throats a little too much. Um, I'm going to give it to Shea Gilgis Alexander. He was incredible this year. I mean, listen, you can, you can remove him. You can have him be second team, third team, even. I'm just not going to choose to get mad at that selection because I think he was that good. You know, yeah, he plays for OKC. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, without him, that team wins no games. And so I'm not going to choose to be upset at that one. You could, I mean, but I'm just not. Luca, I think this season was horrible. And, you know, don't, I don't know. What are we doing here? All right, well, here's your All-NBA second team. Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic. The Nikola Jokic <laughs> is the best player in NBA history in one season to not make an all NBA first team. Am I wrong on that? No, he's got to be first team. I mean, that's crazy that he's not. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, almost feel like he should be first team and Joel should be second team, but Joel can still win the MVP. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if that's what it takes for you to get your MVP, Joel, you're going to have to live with it. I mean, Joel or Jokic not being first team is a crime, definitely a crime. He's got to be. Um, playoffs are showing it still. I mean, I don't know. Are we are we still okay with the MVP decision? I mean, I am. But if you don't realize that Jokic is, I am in the same way that throughout Michael Jordan's whole career, he was by far the best player in the NBA, and other people won MVPs. And during LeBron's prime, he was by far the best player in the NBA, and other people won MVPs. Uh, Kobe right had now, his. Nikola Jokic is by far the best player in the NBA, but other people are going to win MVPs. Yeah, Kobe too, Steve Nash. Exactly. Um, you can go Shaq, everybody. Yeah, so that that's a crime. Everything else, everything else is irrelevant, I think. But that that's definitely a crime. 
Um, if right, you well, let, let me give you uh, your All-NBA third team. All right. De'Aaron Fox, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle, Ugh. LeBron James, DeMontis Sabonis. <sighs> okay, I mean... I don't think LeBron should have been All-NBA team this year. Well... He didn't play he, that much. Right. No Anthony Davis anywhere. We'll get to him. <laughs> but uh Is there is there a name that's popping up in your head that you're like, I can't believe this guy didn't make it? I have one that's just screaming at me. And no, it's not Trey Young, but I do believe that too. Um tell me yours. James freaking Harden led yeah. the league in assists. Was the playmaker for the Sixers. They finish as a top three seed. They were right there with Milwaukee and Boston the whole time. They, they had no problem giving Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both uh, All NBA first and All NBA second. I mean, Jalen Brunson. Know, I don't agree with that. Jalen Brunson. I mean, I, I don't love Julius Randle anywhere, but LeBron getting his nineteenth All NBA selection. That's that's incredible for him. Is it deserving? Ah, that's a tough one. I mean. Other than other than Brunson, I mean, who are we really, really missing? I don't, I don't know of. I think you, you, it could only be James Harden and Trey Young. Is did we say being left out? Did we say Devin Booker hasn't played? Devin Booker didn't really play that much. Kevin Durant, yeah. they didn't play much. Yeah, yeah. So you, you've got to remember that, you know. LeBron didn't I mean, play much either. Yeah, it's true. You know, other than those guys or John Morant, but a lot of a lot of these guys miss too much time. Um, and it's also say, the recency bias, right? This vote, these votes don't take the playoffs into consideration, right? So we're watching Julius Randle suck. We're watching Demontis Sabonis be a liability on the Sacramento's offense. So that that's not taken into account. But that's also like, look, next year the All NBA teams are positionless, so you might have four guards on one of the All NBA teams. But right now, you have to fill those big man spots, those forward and center spots. Well, you would have all big man on the first team. I mean, you'd have all front court guys, just about. You'd have forwards and and, and bigs yeah. on your first team, and you better because Jokic is not an All NBA All Second Team player. He is first, and it's a crime that he is on the second team. Um, but yeah, I mean, John ja Morant, Jalen Brunson, I guess. You know, yeah, no, having ja. Lillard on there, I get it. You know, I've, ja, now Ja can't get that Supermax extension. Uh, he can't get it. So he basically lost out on $40 million. Well, should have thought about that, Ja Morant. <sighs> Let's move on to these games, man. Let's right, move on right, to the playoffs, right. please. So we've got a few games since we talked last. Um, we'll kind of just start on one. We'll start on a game that happened last night. The Knicks and the Heat. We'll start there. Heat have been looking pretty good. The Knicks, I thought, may just fold over and let the Heat take it, but they didn't. They showed up. Tom Thibodeau playing Quentin Grimes and Jalen Brunson a full 48 minutes. Yeah. Um, wonder what D. Rose thinks about that. But it worked. You know, they still they had a big lead at one point late in the game, and they kind of gave it up, and the Heat, you know, were right there. Knicks are awfully frustrating. Um but uh, Miami just didn't get a whole lot out of uh, Jimmy Butler. He had 19 and 9. I think Lowry didn't score 10 points. But uh, yeah, and he also were... got an uncharacteristic 17 points from Duncan Robinson off the bench. He did come in and hit a bunch of threes. Um, it would have been a 
bigger margin of victory for the Knicks if he didn't. He was kind of their one thing that was hot for a while. Um, but, I mean, I, I still believe the series is over. I picked the Heat. They they look more like the reason I picked them is becoming evident that, you know, that's, that's true. I mean, they're the Heat. They've just looked like they've wanted it more. They've fought more. Um, I still think the series is definitely over. Um, yeah. Well, Julius Randle in an interview – they were asking him, like, what's going on? Y'all aren't able to get the rebounds and play as hard as y'all were in the regular season? And Julius Randle said, I don't know. Maybe they want it more, which is just... not what you want your star <laughs> player to say. Uh, yeah, but that's... I don't know if he's trying to call out his teammates, but Julius Randle has looked like a problem. And, and yeah. you know, when Julius Randle's not on, man, does he hog up some space? Man, he does he take horrible. horrible shots? When he's not on, you can feel it, like his body language and – it's like, yeah, you can have a player that's not on, but if he's not on, he's like out there looking like he's pissed off, taking horrible shots, not yep. doing anything right. So that he's a really liability. Bad body language guy. Oh, he's horrible. Jalen Brunson, I love him. You know, you're out there for 48 minutes. Quentin Grimes at the end of that game, big steal on Jimmy Butler on one leg. Looked like he hyperextended his knee a little bit, but stayed in there on one leg and got the steal. That was kind of the the sealer moment uh, late in that game, but I don't know about playing guys forty eight minutes in the playoffs, and you got to do it with two of your guys. That's yeah, what you got to do, man. all right. He, even even post game, that's what Jalen Brunson said. You know, he was being interviewed. Asked, did you know or think you'd play forty eight minutes? He kind of gave a funny look, but he was like, "Yeah, it's what it is." <laughs> hey, uh, it, it contributed to the win, and he had an amazing game. So, yeah. look, I last week I said that New York was going to win. I'm not giving up on that. I just don't think that Miami has enough. And I think that Tom Thibodeau can push New York. Like, just if you're looking at just the rosters, New York is a more talented roster. Would you agree? Yeah. So I'm thinking that Tom Thibodeau can push those guys and make them lock in just enough to overcome Jimmy Butler and the three three-point shooting white guys. <laughs> That's just well, what I believe. I don't. I trust Polstra to be able to get Jimmy Butler to to do more than give him 19 points. Um, when they go back to Miami in, in this next game, I, it's it's over with. Um, you'll get more from Jimmy Butler. You'll get more from Lowry. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo is a constant I'm disappointment, not, it seems, yeah, all yeah. the time. Um, do you expect to get more out of him? You should, but you don't. So I still trust Spo and Miami. They're going to go home and end Look, it. All New York's got to do is go win one in Miami, and then they got a Game 7 at home to go to the conference finals in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that would be big. That would be big. They're not getting by Miami, though. I mean, I, I like you sticking by your prediction, but uh, I hear you. I like it. But uh, no, they're going to go back well, look, to Miami and put them to bed. An another prediction that I'm sticking by that's also on the East, I had Philly beating Boston. You did. I don't believe in Joe Missoula. What did I say? He's young and he don't know what he's doing. And in these past couple of games, dude has fumbled the bag hard. Dude's ending overtime with two timeouts. They're running. They don't. They can't get a shot up in time. And then you got even on, uh, like you got the the games where James Harden played horrible. They won. When James Harden played uncharacteristically horrible. When Harden's on. Everyone else is also on because when Harden's on, he's the playmaker. He gets everyone else going. So if James Harden's having a good game, 
Tobias Harris is going to have a good game. Maxie will have a good game. Embiid will have a good game. Shit, maybe maybe B.J. Tucker will hit a three or two. <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, you're right about Philly. Um, it's not over yet. Uh, but like I said, I think in our previous about Philly, when it's Boston, you have to rely on your top two guys, Tatum and Brown, to have big games. They just have to every game. Philly, you get a 30-piece from Maxi. Maxie's been huge. Um, you've got more guys that can step up. Maybe Tobias can have a big game. But Maxi, super important. Um, you know, Harden, yeah, minus games two and three. He's been incredible. I mean, he really has. But I don't think it's over. This one's going to go seven. It's over. Yeah. And Philly, Boston has to... I don't know what it is. Tatum, yeah, he's he's great, but Jalen Brown's got more killer in him in the playoffs, it seems. Jason for Tatum sure. has not been good. He really hasn't, and Jalen Brown has. And he's got the killer in him. You need to feed Jalen Brown. You need to have Jalen Brown be the guy, it seems, right now. They, they don't like they don't run an offense. It's just yeah. Jason Tatum go down there and get you a bucket, and he missed. He started every quarter like 0 of seven, and then 0 of yeah. five <laughs> to start the games. He can't do it. He just can't yeah. do it. And then yeah. they try to run quick. Billy can run. James Harden can turn it up and run quick with you. They want to slow it down. Billy can lock up, and they got a lot of people that can switch. Look, I, I'm 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 a guy. I'm the biggest uh, believer in the PJ Tucker gospel. I will preach that till the day I die. I think P.J. Tucker is the best role player in NBA history mm -hmm. because P.J. Tucker got that dog in him. And Boston Celtics, they don't have a P.J. Tucker guy. They So when Jason Tatum, they kind of start getting a little wishy-washy at the end. They don't. Marcus Smart's not the guy that can just snap into them and get them locked in. But P.J. Tucker, he's that guy. P.J. Tucker himself said, I'm a social worker out here. That's that's why right. I ought to be getting paid more. Yo, I mean, I, I, think I believe P.J. Tucker's worth $15 million a, a year to me. That's some, it's, it's some good social work. You know, he's looking like he's afraid to shoot, but, you know, he, he's, he's important everything elsewhere. Everything on defense. I know, he's I know. unselfish. I love P.J. Tucker. Al Horford, you've got to get more offensively out of Horford. There's He's great defensively in moments, or there's moments where he's getting cooked and he's not providing any offense when he can. Well, Al Horford, for his age, still in great shape, still can give it to you, and he had zero points in the last game. That can't happen. Robert Williams didn't play hardly any minutes at all. I thought Robert Williams would be much more of an impact on defense, but I don't know what's going on there. Hardly even played. Um, you know, I... I and there's there's concern if you're the Celtics, if you're a fan about this team long term. Did they even stay together? Missoula not looking like he knows what to do too no, often. He, he really doesn't. So, I mean, plenty of concern there. Um, still believe it's going to go seven. Still riding They're Boston. going to Philly, man. They're not you're Boston gonna, coming out of Philly with a if win. You, if you're going to tell me you're still riding New York, it, then it's okay for me to still ride Boston. All right. Oh, man, they're done. They're cooked. They're toasted. Uh, let's go to the West, please. How about uh, how about Denver? We'll, we'll save the Lakers for last and Golden State. But Denver, are we done? Is it in tonight? It's over. Yeah. Because Phoenix can only stay in the game, right? Because think about 
Devin Booker's had one of the best playoff series ever. Dude's shooting almost 80%, getting like 40 a night. Kevin Durant's out there getting his 30. So you have your two stars breaking records on how many points they're getting together, and they're barely winning games. Barely winning games. Because Nikola Jokic, he's right across the floor, and he's got 53, right? 51 and 13 or whatever. So when when the Suns have to play perfect to squeak out a game, and then when the Nuggets are running, they're winning by 20, 15, and 20. The, the the Suns just can't do it. It would take a miracle for them to come out of this. I think that the Nuggets are just too deep. They're too tight. They they play together too well. The Suns are too top-heavy. And DeAndre Ayton, you want to talk about a bad body mm. language guy? Oh, man. He's scared out there. Yeah. He's scared out there. I mean, kind of similar maybe with the Lakers. I know they blew him out once in game four three but still what it takes for the lakers to win is is everything and uh to win close but we'll get to that too but you're right i mean they did play a couple guys that i think on the last episode i was like phoenix is playing the wrong bench guys here the the ones they're not playing you know are the ones who should be they gave a bunch of minutes to landry shamit and terrence ross ross hit some threes still i mean you're doing that because clearly you don't have a defined bench and you're still trying to figure out who can give you some good minutes. Um, mine, Landry, you know, Shamit, Landry Shamit will have a game where he gets 20 points off the bench, hits every three, and they barely are winning, dude. Yeah. That's a game you should win by freaking 30. Yeah, Durant has to be better. I mean, yeah. Durant has not been that good. I mean, he really hasn't. I mean, he'll get he'll get it you know, his fair amount of points, but the Durant 35, 40 point game has been seemingly so out of reach that doesn't even look possible at this point with the way he's playing Booker, giving you everything, carrying you when Aiton is out there, horrible defense on Jokic scared to really press anybody. He'll, he'll step out and, and I don't know, just some highlights I've seen are so frustrating when he, as big and athletic as he is, it's a mental thing, and he is not enjoying this moment. Just way too scared to put himself in there. And, yeah, since we talked last, a 50-piece by Jokic, a triple-double. I mean, yeah, Denver's, Denver's cruising, man. They're just waiting for the Western Conference Finals at this point. Yeah, they're going to put, put Phoenix away. Um, can we get a game tonight where – Durant does enough to help Booker. I trust Booker's going to show up in every game. You've got to at this point. But it's been Durant, man. I mean, and I think. The law of averages, right? Devin Booker's been amazing. A statistic anomaly. He can't keep doing it. And Kevin Durant, he's playing sloppy out there. He's had some sloppy turnovers. Uh, He's not uh, trying hard on defense. It's it's just so apparent who the better team is. Yeah. And yes, they have two stars over there, but as crazy as it may be, you have Kevin Durant, one of the best NBA players in NBA history. You got Devin Booker, one of the top three shooting guards in the NBA today. I don't know if their star power equals just Nikola Jokic. It's not <laughs> like Jamal Murray's dropping 30 every night, which he can, and God forbid that he does, or or it'll be they'll really get waxed. Yeah. I mean, big game from Bruce Brown. Touchdown, Bruce Brown. I love Bruce Brown. He had 20, 20 points in the last game, but 
It just seems like it's over. Yeah, they've won a couple games, but that's that's got to be it. Phoenix, Denver has to put them away. I mean, they've got to got to put them away. Um, and Chris Paul not going to play again. I think he's getting closer. And I think even Aiton, um, what was it? He uh, he's questionable. So we'll see. But no, Chris Paul. Who knows if they're better or not without Chris Paul? I, I don't know the de definite answer to that question. Um, but it probably couldn't hurt having him at this point. But we'll see. He is getting closer. I don't think you're going to see him tonight. Let's move on. Let's uh, kind of right. finish this show with a series that I think everybody is enjoying more than the rest. Lakers. I, I think me personally, I'm loving the Boston Philly series. All well, these games yeah. are close. We've had two game winners. It's been crazy over there. Yeah, I think just the Curry-LeBron matchup will always get top billing, um, even though some of the, a lot of these games already haven't been close. Um, but we come last night in Golden State, um, Lakers. We have another AD injury to talk about. Man, Shaq and Charles appearing yeah. to laugh their ass off at AD being bumped in the noggin and having to be wheelchaired out of there. Concussion protocol. He's they're gonna come out and say he's fine, but it's just ridiculous, man. I mean, he's just yeah, so soft. You can't. You can make all the jokes you want, but it, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's unfortunate. This man, even on the court, before being bumped in the head by Looney under the basket, he just disappears in the middle of the game. I mean, he just goes away. He's out there, but he's not doing anything. Well, you know who so also disappears in these past two games? I'd say, or at least definitely last night's game. LeBron. He's not moving. <laughs> Like LeBron moves normally. He's really letting D'Lo bring that ball up and turn it over and shoot. He's really letting Lonnie Walker bring that ball up, turn it he over. He was and feeding shoot. Lonnie Walker last night, just trying to get the ball to Lonnie. Lonnie didn't do anything, but the, we had the Lonnie Walker game um, before last night's uh, 15 in the fourth for Lonnie Walker, who hadn't been playing hardly at all, but maybe a better bench option than Troy Brown. You know, I like Lonnie Walker, you know, giving you 15 in the fourth was was great and they wouldn't have won without it um but yeah you're right you know lebron just has moments of greatness we'll see it he hit a bunch of threes in the first half they looked really good they were right there but then man in, in a blink of an eye the warriors are up 12 and that's what can happen um even with clay clay's not that good man clay has yeah. been really bad in a lot of spots and he just Curry's been having to do a lot of the work, but Draymond was huge last night. A total Draymond great green Draymond game. Twenty points out of Draymond's big. Whenever you get that, it's um, like getting seventy yeah. out of Nikola Jokic or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, like LeBron's moving slow. I think there's something going on with that ankle or that foot. Right, he went to the doctor. They told him to all told him to get surgery. Then the one doctor, the LeBron James of feet. Said, nah, man, you don't need surgery. And now he's out there moving around like AD. And AD, he he is slow, dude. Like, I don't know where people are twisting in their head. Like, look, I know AD's talented, right? He's in the NBA. He's a talented guy. I don't think he's that good, dude. He's slow. He's lazy. He takes bad shots. He forces bad shots. He's not a good decision maker. I am not a big AD guy. And now he's like doing, he's he's rolling out on a wheelchair or whatever. 
And now LeBron has got like the foot thing. He was not, that game was in reach. It got to like 10, it got to like 12 in that uh, late third, early fourth. I was like, man, if they can get going, if LeBron can get going and get everyone going, they might have a shot. But LeBron never initiated the offense during that. He just kept giving it up to, to Dennis Schroeder and he'd turn it over. D'Lo, he'd dribble it off his freaking foot or something and they'd pick it up. Austin Reeves would miss a three. I'm like, LeBron, lock in and come out here and do something. But now, so remember on our last episode, we said that we we were really confident that the Lakers are going to handle the Warriors because LeBron would not let Steph beat him because he's conscious of his legacy. He wouldn't let it happen. But what was the one thing we said that reason that he it might happen is if there was an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Now all of a sudden, oh, I actually found out I've been playing on this really injured foot the whole time. Oh, and we were like, dang, that's right. You ain't really been moving around. And it's like AD, he was he's got he got hurt. He's been banged up. It's like, dang, yeah, maybe you're right, LeBron. And you know, everyone was raving about oh, Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, D'Lo, Rui Hachimura. LeBron has all this help, all these young guys, they can all do everything. Last night, it felt like, why the hell are these bums shooting the ball when LeBron James is right there? I was getting angry watching. I mean, what do you, what do you think, man? I think Hachimura has to play more. You didn't get hardly anything. He played 21 minutes last night. Four points, 14 for Schroeder, four for Lonnie Walker after his big game. You know, but without Anthony Davis, I mean, look, you say that about AD, but then he'll give you a 39 and 20 game and just look incredible. And, you know, that's the problem is that he gives you those performances and then everything in between is just maddening. And he will be out on the court and just disappear. And it's so frustrating. Um, Obviously, LeBron's allowed not to be his full-time old self. I mean... We just expect so much out of him, you know, despite the age and years played. But, yeah, it's it's evident. It's showing up. Definitely showing up. So, man. It, all right, look, out of, out of all these series, they're all 3-2. If you had to pick, maybe it's one, maybe it's a couple teams. What team forces a game seven? I mean, it's Golden State. And I've already told you Boston, but it's definitely Golden State is the answer to that. And I is there is there any way we've look, got LeBron's that narrative, we've is, got that storyline and narrative of LeBron yeah. having a three-one comeback under his belt. Now it's Curry's turn, yeah. and that damn Corgi has predicted yeah. that it's going to go that way. If you've missed that yeah. video going around, they uh, whatever. There, there's a there's well, a dog what, this. Do do we think that LeBron was saving the gas in the tank? So that when they come back to L.A., they just go all out and they wipe the floor with them. Maybe I don't know. Is that we, why LeBron? Because I we had Mike Greenberg so on. We had Mike Greenberg clown take on ESPN saying they yeah. should have rested LeBron last night, not even played. Um, but would that have been the worst thing? Looking back on I it mean, now it, today, he looked like LeBron was resting out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they don't win at home tomorrow. And it's going to be the Warriors, man. I mean, I, I I hate that. You've got you do not want Game Seven in Oak in Golden State on their court. You don't want that. I mean, they've got to win tomorrow, or else Golden State wins the series and completes a three-one comeback. 
you know who LeBron looked like out there last night? He looked like whenever you were a kid playing basketball with your friends and you need one more guy. So you get your dad to come play <laughs> and your dad's he's not like uh, playing hard. He's just kind of passing it to y'all because he knows he's like so much better. Like, hey, y'all have fun. I'm yeah. just going to pass it to y'all. And I'm going to facilitate. <laughs> I will, but I want y'all to do it and have fun. That's what it looked like. I'm like, bro, so I need you to start taking off and this game is in reach. I didn't get I wonder it. how often or ever, apparently not, but if I'd be LeBron James, how many moments or opportunities would you have to scream at Anthony Davis? Man, figure it out. Get your head right. But I don't know if that's happening. I don't know if anyone's talking to Anthony Davis like that. We all are. Everyone on Twitter is. Shaq, Kenny, everyone in the media is. But, I mean, are his teammates. So I don't understand. You would think... LeBron would be the guy to try to help him to be the best player that he can be. And it's a great one when it's on. But all eyes are on AD. If they don't win this next game at home, the Warriors are winning the series and completing the comeback. Not what I want to see. But, man, there's so much going on. We've got uh, games tonight. We'll be back. We'll cover it all right here. And when we come back, there all these series we're talking about will be over. Yep, that's right. Look out for it. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root, you've been double teamed. 